Hey guys, uh, Nasty Nate here. I don't know if you, uh, if you boys know of a lawyer in Florida that you could set me up with. Uh, whew, I'm in a bit of a bind. Here, I'm just gonna cut, cut to the middle of it. If you're ever driving around with a dismembered feet, Make sure you don't have three. Three leads to a lot of questions that you don't want to answer. So, um, I guess congrats on 100, 100 eps, uh, 6,000 minutes. I've listened to all of them. Uh, please help, Nate. Well, hot dog, it's your favorite chain smoking, iced tea drinking, Texan. Listen, I thought this year was going to be much better for me and it was pretty rough and you guys were there for me for one week so i thought i'd at least extend a basket of olives or something to you and ask you know maybe next year you come out for me and maybe two years you can come stay on the ranch uh anyway this is kim hankel director and producer of uh of a movie that did not do too well i hope you guys had a good holiday this is kim hankel by the way bye Yo, Philip Beach and Selmo here calling in to Five Day Rentals. Uh, I'm really going to try to get that Nosferatu back to you guys. But uh, I just heard it's happy 100th episode. Um, Pantera's out on tour with Metallica. Come out and see us. Uh, Five Day Rentals is my favorite podcast. Uh, I'm not a racist. Hello? Hello? Oh. Oh, uh- Wrong number, sorry. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Alright? I have this number on my phone as Ticketmaster. And I keep getting your fucking dumbass rental place. Alright? I listen to your fucking show though, because I accidentally downloaded it. I was trying to get Obama and the boss. Alright? But I'm fucking litigating this Ticketmaster because I couldn't get my Taylor Swift, I mean my boss tickets. And once I win a billion dollars in court, and I fucking scrape their asses, I'm using that money to get what's fucking rightfully mine. It's Vincent Gatto's brother, by the way, you fucking, fucking cunts. Oh, how you boys doing? Oh, I just want to call you and congratulate you on a hundred fabulous episodes of the podcast. Oh, that's quite an achievement. Now, if you really want to celebrate, uh, all you got to do is uh, line up a bunch of drunken co-eds and you throw garbage at them and they will go crazy. Let me tell you, you come on down to New Orleans, you're going to have a good time. I love you boys. Uh, uh, congrats on 100 episodes. That's too fair, uh, answering machine. No, I just got to leave a mess. No, they're not even on. Oh, shit. Uh, sorry, I guess I got your messages, guys. Or your machine here. Um, I thought you were on the night. I was trying to get in and complain about something. You two sh- fucking shit stains. I did get an e- email or three shits. I don't even know how many is on this fucking show. Uh, Brian De Palma here. Just congrats, I guess. Uh, you guys have shown me a lot of love. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, don't really see how you can continue on to. To, to 2023, but uh, congrats on the 100. Uh, I gotta go. Leonardo's calling me, okay? Congrats. Ah, yes, you goddamn dirty dude. You made a 100 
uh, attempts to rip off uh, what other people already do. But you know who is uh, number one? Uh, nobody repeats Polly V. That's right. I just made one other movie about the Jesus. It's very sexy, full of titties. Kron, you got to do showgirl so your wife will walk in and say, yes, you really like the titty movies. Maybe do a whole six categories of nothing but the titties. So 2023, big year for Paul Verhoeven. We're going to do uh, Jesus with two machine guns and so many titties, but they're going to be bulletproof titties. That's the name of the movie. We're bringing back Canon Films, bulletproof titties. 100 episodes to wish him a great 100 episodes. Suffice it to say, it's been a monumental year for both of us. But Alec B's always looking ahead. I've got my sights set on 2023. So you think you're hot shit because you got to 100? I've sure passed 100, 100 different times. I've killed 100 men. I've given 100 orgasms to 100 women. I've shot hundreds of rounds of ammunition in the movie Predator with my big gun, and you put out a hundred episodes of something nobody even watched. People wish there was a planet full of a hundred Jessies. The people would come to that planet and they'd try to hunt us, but I would win, because there'd be a hundred of me, but they would all be me. It'd be a hive mind. Unlike you guys, three separate voices, and yet... You fail at every attempt. But I guess you've made it this far. And the first step of a journey is the hardest part. Unless you're me, because I've gone on 100-mile hikes with hundreds of pounds, carrying a 100 men who've all been wounded in combat, except me, because I ain't got time.
Welcome. This is 5 Day Rentals, the video store podcast where normally once a week, one of us would take a crack at picking a flick that we think meets a fun, non-genre specific category. But every once in a while, it's time to revisit those bad boys in something we call the Rewind. I am Bones. I'm joined as always by father, lover, entrepreneur, Laundry Dan. How are you? Howdy. And resident skeleton expert, Gron Howard. How are you, dude? I'm great. I'm glad you've uh, made peace with that. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that uh, I came across uh, a piece of film that I will keep in mind. Just, Just saying. You found a bunch of bones in your backyard? <laughs> nope. It was a movie. We were talking about Monkey Bone before the record. Does that count? Mm-mm. No? Nope. Guys, we're not alone. Nope. There's somebody in the house with us. Chad, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Of course. People would recognize you from our Northman episode, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Feels like 10 years ago, a movie <laughs> I gave does. four stars and barely remember. Uh, and you were also kind enough to hop in on our uh, podcast crossover draft extravaganza. Yeah. I see that you, have you rested I since then? I, I have. That, yeah. was, that, that was a long haul on that one, but it, it was. was fun. How uh, much did your life change with that uh, women coming out of the woodworks, drugs? Dude, just- I've I've had to start carrying rocks in my pockets oh. to just chuck them at the chicks. Same oh, here. Thank God. I just thought you were hanging out at the lake with rocks <laughs> in your pockets. <laughs> no, not that point yet. Was that was that like a suicide joke or was that just like contemplative? No, it's, like it's, it's a suicide joke. Okay. All right. Oh, shit. I wanted to make sure. Okay. No, I'm glad I asked. You load your pockets up and just walk out. Walk right just, in, dude. Just just wait out there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Chad, you've been a big supporter of our show. Love the show. Uh, yeah, and we, we definitely appreciate uh, any time you hop on. We thought, you know what? We've never had a guest for The Rewind. It was always set up to be sort of a, uh, a two-way street with our, our listeners. I'm hesitant to use the word fans. I think you need four <laughs> before you're allowed to use that, so... You're one of our three, Chad. We appreciate it. You're uh, yeah. Dan goes on. You might be the nicest man on the planet. He is. So, I think. Uh, and you can kind of help out. Most of the time, rewinds not too bad. Yeah, but, but there's some potential today for some bad I, blood. I can't wait to see it unfold. All right. So, uh, anybody new to the show, the rewind is basically us getting a chance to. A, take a break and not have to watch a movie three times to cover it that week. Gives us a a, a week to maybe watch something that we would, uh, you know, watch for leisure. And also it gets us a chance to revisit the big list. So we rate every movie on this show in an attempt to create the ultimate list of movies. Sometimes we get stuff wrong. Sometimes after a while it sits on you and you're like, hey, you know what? Fucking Lawnmower Man was a little bit better than we thought. Sometimes you go, uh, Big Trouble. Uh, or what? Big Trouble. We can't watch that movie. Jeez. <laughs> Here we go. 
What a slip up. Oops. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to pick it. Sometimes you realize nothing but trouble wasn't that bad and you need to bump it up. Nope. Despite the, the arrogance or the desire of other people to push it to the bottom. Should be the lowest movie on the list. No way. Uh, if anybody's interested, uh, our lowest rated movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Sorry, McConaughey. Um, at the end of each show, we play a game called Rate My Letterboxd. This is how we sort of earn our points throughout the round. We tally those bad boys up, and whoever won the most points, they get to select their first position in our snake draft for our rewind. Kron, where are we at points-wise? Bones, you will be leading off the selections with 16.5 points. I will pick next with 15.5, and Dan, bringing up the caboose with 13.5. As always. Right on. Dan, would you like to revisit the movies that we just recently covered in our last round? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. For for this round, we started off with a category from Bones. It was the Paxton-Pullman Paradox. We did Brain Dead from 1990. We did The Vagrant from 1992. And we did The Last Seduction from 1994. That was Karan's pick. I brought The Vagrant. Next category was Laundry Dance. Uh, we went with Invasions. First film off of that was Dark Angel from 1990. Did feature a guest there, Chris from the movie Psycho. Check that out. Thank you, Chris. Uh, then Kron brought in Ninja 3, The Domination from 1984. Uh, Bones brought us Bushwick from 2017. The next category after that was Mr. Cron Howard would never rub another man's rhubarb. Uh, erotic thrillers. Uh, he brought Body Double from 1984. Bones bumped in uh, 1995 with Jade. And then Cat People from 1982 was the rounder out of that one. Also All a right. two-day rental of Halloween ends. Yeah, Halloween ends. <laughs> yes, sir. And a super mega crossover draft. Yes. Which uh, was a shit ton of work. I don't know if I'm going to take that on again. (laughs) It was fun. It was fun. I'm sure it's that thing. You know. It's like Craig with his last bond. You know. I'll slip my wrist before I do it again. And then immediately came back. I'll do it. I love those guys. Uh, quite honestly, if I just sat and stared at those 10 guys for five hours every Saturday, I would. I need a little. Have they? I'm not a cat this... is what I'm saying. I, you know what I mean? Like, I need more dog. Is this Aaron guy going to be Bond? Aaron. Aaron. He's the guy in um, Nocturnal Animals. Oh, oh I don't know. Like I haven't heard any. No, I, I don't think any. they've named anybody yet. Okay, I seen something the other day. Like, oh, you know, he could be the next Bond. And I was like, they an need, American dude. I see. I don't. He might no. not be American. What they don't need quote me on that. to do is they need to learn from their mistake. They need to learn from the Star Wars mistakes. They need to decide: Are we making a run of five? If we're making a run of five, we need to break all those stories and we need to figure out 
because they've they've openly said that they want somebody who's going to commit for a decade, right? I'll oh. do it. I mean, yeah, you could be Bond. I'll be Q. Chad, no, Chad. Oh yeah, Chad's Money Penny, and yeah, then Cron can just do like a M. Oh yeah, you're M. And then we just get all of our other podcast buddies to play the villain of the week. Oh yeah, easy, easy. Oh, shout out to Brantley. Thank you for the gift, sir. Received it today. Thank you. There he goes again. <laughs> Giving Chad run for his money on nicest guy on the planet. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I want to step up my game. I'm sending uh, you all smash pennies. Yes. That's why we did that whole bit. Chad, what was your reaction to that bit? Was the smash pennies? Yeah. It wasn't until afterwards, like, off mic. I don't know. Was it on mic when Dan said, like, you know somebody we know collects smash pennies? Yeah. I got 1,500, 1,600 of them. Damn. Damn, dude. Yeah. I think I got you one at one point. I think you did, too. I went somewhere, and I was like, oh, I got to get Chad a smash penny from here. Now, most of them I smash myself. Other people will see them and smash them and bring them to me. Just like and from them being in your pocket all day? <laughs> Are they smashing between those rocks? He's got a book, guys. Tumbles, yeah, no, there's, tumbles them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There's a whole science to it. I don't okay. I don't want to take up the whole podcast about it. but oh, that's Please right. do. I thought maybe I had you'd, the most you'd, ever. you'd want to talk about this instead of tater tots. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's all sorts of imprints and stuff you can get. Usually, at, you know, attractions all over the all over the states. I I came very close to driving to the local science center with a bag of pennies. Nice. And then I, I thought, well, sh- I, I'm guessing the pennies are already in the machine. I just need no. to throw in the quarter. well. You got to no, no, no. You, penny you got the quarter. Yeah, you got to provide quarters. So, quarters. so twenty six cents is what you're saying? No, no, no. <laughs> it's at least fifty one cents, and some of them have upgraded 76. to where it's seventy six or even one hundred one. It's fucking Biden inflation, dude. It's killing us. It's uh, killing the smash dude. penny. I did have. Yeah. I'll send you the picture. I took the picture of the penny machine at the city museum this past weekend in St. Louis, but I did not. Have time to get you the smash penny chat. Nor stop well, at my house. Um, Kron, would you like daughter's to- birthday. Could you list off our current top 10 on the big list? Uh, yeah. Current top 10. Number one, Unhinged. Two, Running Man. Three, Apocalypto. Four, yeah. Trimmers. Five, Amsterdammed. Six, Rad. Seven, Maniac Cop 2. Eight. Raising Cain, nine, Mad God, ten, Prince of Darkness. Solid list, man. That's a night of fun right there. Uh, I have two days S- of fun. Several nights of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's five days of rentals. Easy. All right. I think that's enough bullshit up top. I know Kron's ishing. He's got, a, got a, he's got a, he's got a game for us in the middle of this oh, snake yeah. draft. Um, so now is the time where we decide our order, guys. 
I get to go get to pick first. I will be taking a position, which will be the first pick and the last pick. Guys, I will be taking position B, second pick, fifth pick. Guys, I'm going to take position A. Missionary. Um, actually, I'm doing doggy and taking it in the ass, guys, because I'm last. So it's C for me. You ever think so, about how cats do it doggy style? All the time. <laughs> that was the best joke of that episode. Yeah. Not we really. Said, we we said zoos are terrible like 900 fucking times. They suck. <laughs> fucking they suck. Are. But Do I better zoos. I bet most zoos have a penny smasher. Uh, Chad. More than one. We are going to make a, a, a Dan Chad sandwich here. And we are going to allow you a .5 to manipulate the big list right there in the middle of the draft. So Nice. And Kron, you've got a, a, a nice quiz or a game for us. The Break best game. Up. All right. Well, I'm, I'm ready. Are you guys ready? You want to get into this? Let's fucking do it. Let's do All it. All right. All right, dudes. I have no bad blood for anything in the top 10. I think it's pretty strong. I think more often than not, uh, I sort of waver to look at kind of what's in the middle and what's maybe something that deserves a little bit more love. I do also want to look at uh, some strategy here. So for my first pick tonight, it will just be a 0.5 adjustment. And I would like to put a 0.5 into dead heat. believe I already put a 0.5 in it before. I think that was me. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, thank you, Dan. Oh, you're welcome. I'm not mad at that, by the way. So this will be... So sorry for assuming that it was my adjustment first, but it already had a 0.5 into it, bumping it up. So now this 0.5 locks it. It's had two plays. Kron, where does that bad boy end up now? I would end up at number nine on the big list, moving up to a 4.0. Treat Williams, Joe Piscopo. You can't beat it, man. You can't keep also, a good cop dead. Yeah, it's a good flick. Out of play now as well. Yeah. And, a, go ahead. It's a good movie. It The crime solving in it is a little <laughs> wonky. <laughs> That's a lampshade, dude. Hey, man. These, these numbers equal letters. <laughs> mm-hmm. They definitely lead with their bullets, man. They show you from that opening scene. If a problem can be solved by driving a car into it, these are the cops for you. Great hot dog movie, by the way. Helped kick that whole thing off. That is true. 
There we go. I'm, I'm going to back out here for my first move, Dead Heat. Tron. All right, Bones. So when you said we have a really strong top 10 that I don't want to mess with and then immediately move something into spot number nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty funny. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, I honestly and without lying also thought we had a pretty strong top 10 that I didn't want to mess with. Um, there is one movie that we watched it. I think we were all, uh, I don't know, like not even middle of the road. I think we were all like fans of it. We enjoyed it, but I did end up rewatching this movie during the year. And I thought, you know what? It's a pretty good flick. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I love that crazy host that it has. I'm putting a point five into tales from the crypt demon Knight. Oh, hell yeah. I, I appreciate that because I do think in hindsight, my 2.5 is too low. So looking at that sort of my logic of correcting it and bringing it all to threes, I think is sort of a fair move. That would push Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight up to position 22 on the big list. And guys, that's how you make a move without affecting the top 10. Dan, you ready? Oh, yeah. Um, well, Cron Howard, the theme from the last rewind continues because I, too, was going to put a point five to Demon Knight as well. That was my that was my first pick. Is it? Is that what you're going to do? Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> no. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> That's too much. I don't know. That's too much. It, it got a lot of respect after we covered it a few months later by a lot of other podcasts out there. All right. That would push Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight into position 11 on the big list. This is also of Prince of Darkness. Out of play. I'm not mad at that. That's a little high. Dick Miller? Come on. Holy shit. Billy I mean, Zane? That's Billy Zane's movie, man. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. When you see that old guy's version of Paradise, oh, boy. Chad? Demon Knight? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm with uh, Bones here. I don't know if it's it's that caliber movie. Because there's, there's some good stuff below it. Yeah. <laughs> A cliffhanger? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking at looking at lawnmower man, mm-hmm. body double, old Henry. Oh, I didn't know you were a lawnmower man, dude. <laughs> Cyber Christ lives, man. Hey. It's, out, it's out of play. It's out of play. Quit talking about it. Uh, Chad, would you like to be the first outsider to affect oh. the big list? I don't think that didn't we give. Brantley uh, 0.5 at one point? Yeah, they did. Okay. First person uh, on the show. First not, guest. V- not via email. Man, this guy. Right, right. This guy's full of lies tonight. <laughs> I am. Uh. I'm a little high. Uh, I had some dental surgery this week, and uh, I'm having to push through. I should not have said I will lead. How about that? Uh. Yeah, but you were on cloud nine when you said that, dude. I mean, you were 
He's ready to go. Doinked out of your mind. He's like, let's record right now, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. I fucking love it. I've been I've been recording for four hours now. Where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? You should just like re-record everything that I said because it's so great. <laughs> All right, Chad, would you like to be the first guest face to face on record? Manipulating the big list with a point five. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you, Chad. He's the people, man. The floor that's, is yours. Is. <clears throat> well, uh, we were talking about this in the pre-show. Dan even mentioned it. Uh, but I, whenever I was told I was getting the half point, I already knew which movie I was picking. Uh, I think the movie kind of got raw dogged by some of the members of the pod. Uh, but I'm putting my half point into the greasy strangler. Justice has been served, boys, wow. and it's greasy. Yeah, that the the one thing I remember about that movie is when Big Ronnie is going through that car wash, and the the rotating flaps are hitting him. He's just like ah, uh, love it. It brings it to number one, right, Cron? That would push the Greasy Strangler up to number 52 on the big list. Chad, you made a beautiful move tonight. Hey, it's it's right there with Flesh and Blood, so I'm not even mad. In between Flesh and Blood and The Cell. Yeah, The Cell. (laughs) This is a better movie than The Cell. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Equal to Flesh and Blood. Uh, it looks good right there, man. Really good. Uh, it <laughs> it was too low. It was too low. Now I maybe agree. it was perfect. It was. <laughs> it wasn't the bottom. Uh, it was Shit. like ten away from the bottom. And this would be the last time I get a half point. Yep. <laughs> Revoked. This We're ex- actually going to cut all of this out, and this never happened. This experiment has run horribly off the rails. <laughs> you just killed the rewind. I remember it, Chad. I remember <laughs> December 21st. Oh, Dang it. Sorry, you, guys. You can't give away the dates of the records because then people the first day things. of winter just got real greasy. January 6th, <laughs> a day that will live in infamy. The Greasy Strangler is definitely better than the Phantom. What? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what? Where's the Phantom at, Crown? What did I give it? A two? It's a 55. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. Hey. I mean, there's just I mean, a lot of stuff lower than the Greasy Strangler now. <laughs> yes. Cat people's way better than MXP Strangler. MXP below Greasy Strangler. Yeah, that's where it belongs. Fuck. Kron, we got to get this. You you keep those Canadian films down there. We got to get this (laughs) greasy taste out of our mouths, dude. Mm -hmm. Do you have something with which to distract? I couldn't agree more, Bones. Uh, Actually, I'm going to stop sharing for the time being. Pull hey, up you know this. what, Kron? It feels good when you and I agree. 
it you feels know? so it feels so rare. It it's rare, well, but when we're for long. when we're backed into a corner, dude. Yeah, there's I no guess. more fearsome duo. <laughs> That's hey, I'd want you on my team. I love you on my team. Yeah, because Change, I know how much you made the best damage you can fucking deal. <laughs> You're a fucking sniper, bro. I listen to these guys. They fucking game online together. <laughs> guys, are you ready for the rewind? What is this? Seven, eight, eight. eight. The Rewind 8 game. It has been prepared. It's been under lock and key. Are the three of you ready? Oh, I get to participate? Of course. Bones is ready. Laundry Dan is here. Chad is ready. All right, guys. If the listener has been paying attention over the last few weeks, I think they would have come to realize that the five-day Reynolds boys have become obsessed with one mode of transportation. That is the humble helicopter. Guys, the name of this game is Get to the Chopper. Here's how it's going to work. Your ultimate goal is to guess the movie that I'm describing. Now, this is going to be broken up into three rounds per movie. Round one, I will describe only the action pertaining to the helicopter from a film. If you can guess it based on this, I will give you two points. You only get one guess in rounds one and two. If no one gets it in round one, we'll move to two where I'll give you a very vague description of the plot of the movie. You get this correct, you're getting 1.5 points. If no one gets it, we move on to round three where I will just provide you either actor or director's names until one of you gets it. You guys understand? Yeah. So are we buzzing in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to answer, I guess just buzz in with your name. That'd probably be the best way to do it. Uh, let me move this over. So rounds one and two, you only get one guess for both those rounds. That's correct. Uh, let me get a little grid here. Chad, you got any right. critiques of our show? <laughs> oh, never mind. He's ready. I was trying to fill time. Don't. I don't want to hear. <laughs> All right, ten movies total. Uh, I've got a quick example for you guys. So, no points on this one. Round one would be. A fleet of helicopters firebomb a village in Vietnam. Apocalypse now. Dan got it. This is just an example, though. Okay, but I think we had this problem last time. Dan, you will need to ring in with your name. If Dan hadn't got it, I would have said a captain is sent on a dangerous mission. His goal is to locate and eliminate a mysterious Green Beret who's been leading his personal army on an illegal guerrilla mission. And then round three would be directed by Francis Ford Coppola, starring Martin Sheen, starring Marlon Brando. You get it. It's Apocalypse Now. (laughs) All right, guys. Movie number one. Helicopter description only. A deranged lunatic commandeers a helicopter. 
It gives chase to a van on the highway below. Dan. Dan. True lies. That's incorrect. Fuck. Do you guys want to hear it one more time? Please. A deranged lunatic commandeers a helicopter. It gives chase to a van on the highway below. All right, we're moving on to round two. Yeah, mm, tough. Yeah. Plot description. A group of resistance fighters send a single super soldier to defend their leader against an advanced threat. Bones. Bones. Terminator 2? It is Terminator 2. Bones on the board, 1.5 points. Fuck James Cameron. The deranged thing. It's tough. Yeah. I can't. I had to make them vague. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, moving on. Movie number two, helicopter round. A helicopter attempts to cut its victim's throat below ground. Bones. Bones. Mission Impossible. It is Mission Impossible. Just like this quiz. It, it wasn't below ground. It was in a tunnel. That's below ground. <laughs> That's the fun of the wording. How is a tunnel pro- not below ground? It's this covered. Fu- this, this fucking game is rigged. What the f- Dan, yeah. control your guests. Hey, he speaks the truth. He's the people, guys. He's the people. Movie number three. That's our taxpayers' dollars right there talking. Helicopter round. An unrelenting force of evil approaches a helicopter during fueling. Can you repeat that? An unrelenting force of evil approaches a helicopter during fueling. (laughs) Bones. Bones. Army of the Dead. Incorrect. <laughs> Good guess. An unrelenting force of evil. All right, we're moving on to round two. Yeah. Round two. During an ever-growing epidemic, two Philadelphia SWAT team members, a traffic reporter and his television executive girlfriend seek refuge. Chad. Chad. Independence Day. Incorrect. Dan. Dan. 16 blocks. Incorrect. Bones. Bones. Day of the Dead. Incorrect. Moving on to round three. Starring Ken Foray. Bones. Bones. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is correct. (sighs) Jesus Christ. Thank you, Kron. Fuck you, Kron. After round three, guys, it's a bit of a runaway. Bones has (laughs) 4.5 points. Zero's on the board for everyone else. 
Movie number four, Helicopter. A helicopter hovers outside of a skyscraper. It opens fire on several law enforcement officials seeking information from a witness. Bones. Bones. The Matrix. Bones is correct. It is The Matrix. Uh, I was going to say that. Sorcerer's better. (laughs) All right, guys. Round five. A beast attempts to devour an entire helicopter. Dan. Dan. Jaws 2. Dan, Jaws 2 is correct. Nice. 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 Whoa. Dan on the board with two points. Don't call it a comeback. All right, guys. Round six. A helicopter flies into a remote jungle inside a crew of elite soldiers prepares. Bones. Chet. I heard bones. Predator. It is Predator. (laughs) Moving right along. Movie seven. A helicopter becomes the ultimate weapon, laying waste to a horde. Dan. Dan. World War Z? That is incorrect. A helicopter becomes the ultimate weapon, laying waste to a horde. All right, guys, we're moving on to the second round. The inhabitants of a British isle have lost their battle against the onslaught of disease. A group of Americans dare to set foot on the isle, convinced the danger has come and gone. Bones? Bones. 28 weeks later? Bones is correct. It is 28 weeks later. <sighs> thought of that one after I said World War Z. All right. I think this game is a runaway at this point. Bones has 10.5 points. Dan, two. Chad, zero. We're going to round this thing out, though. Movie number eight. A battered and bruised cop narrowly avoids a catastrophe that sends a helicopter into the side of a building. Bones. Bones. Die Hard. It is Die Hard. I thought these helicopter rounds were going to be tougher. This is a game designed for Bones. You've all (laughs) seen these movies. (laughs) I thought Jaws 2 Jaws. would be the hardest Jaws one to get. Jaws 2 was pretty good, Dan. I, I think that's the one people will remember. Dan got Jaws 2. Movie that number the easiest one. Movie number nine. A group of pacifists fly through a remote area attempting to murder a defenseless animal below. Bones. Bones. The thing... It is the thing. <laughs> I'm thinking too. I got to think more Hollywood. All right, guys. Last round. 
Thank God. A journalist and a photographer can barely hold it together as they watch a helicopter gunman mow down innocent civilians. Chad. Chad. Full metal jacket. It is full metal jacket. (sighs) Yes. Way to get on the board. Guys, that rounds out the game. Get to the chopper. Bones ran away with this game. 14.5 points. Dan 2, Chad 2. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Here's a one. Here's a guy one. Yeah. So, uh, resident helicopter specialist, huh? <laughs> Apparently you so. You're, yeah. you're the pilot if it ever comes to it. So. All right. <laughs> All right. You fellas need a break or you want to keep grinding through the end of this uh, or the second half of this draft here? I think we're going to keep going. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Good. Laundry Dan, floor is yours. All right, folks. Um, I've had this one on my list for quite a while um, as a backup, and I think it's time to finally give it its due. Uh, I did come across it the other day when I was looking at some lists of films. And I think I'm going to give number 48 there, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, a .5, because why not? I, I really enjoyed that one. That's a nice one. Good pick. It's a good pick. Had a lot of fun with that movie. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Bones did bring that one in for your face on the $1 bill, I believe. Yep. And uh, last minute pick. And like I said, I really enjoyed that one. So check it out if you can. Clint Eastwood, uh, Jeff Bridges. Good shit. All right. With that point five, you would move Thunderbolt and Lightfoot up to number 12 on the big list. Oh, damn. Quite a jump there. Well, it was 48 on the list of that list is in the order of how we picked them. Oh, okay. I don't know where it was before, but it's 12 now. Hell yeah. Cron. We're shaking it up a bit. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Um, I kind of was holding my second selection back a bit because I was like, I don't know how this is going to shake out. Maybe these guys are going to start dicking around with the top 10. There's a movie. It was number 10 when we started this thing. I'm looking at it now. It's number 13. I love this movie. (laughs) I think it deserves to be in the upper echelon. I'm putting 0.5 into Prince of Darkness. Chad, you seen this one? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not too tore up about this one. This is pretty good. Uh, it was one of the upper tier movies, I believe, in your podcast. Guys, that would move Prince of Darkness into the number two position. <laughs> Shit. I think happy it, with the top ten, huh? I think it. Is, <laughs> hey, 
I had to do this because you guys had it. I, I didn't do it. <laughs> you had it under, at this point, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, <laughs> Thunderbolt, and Lightfoot. It needs to be higher than those. I'm sorry. <laughs> Interesting. Bones. Interesting <laughs> stuff. I actually think Thunderbolt and Lightfoot should be higher. I think that's a one of the the top ones that y'all done. I was surprised by that one actually. I never seen it before. It it is on the upper tier of like good for the show. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, but not well known enough. True. It so kind of it, it fits in there. I feel like it's more in that grouping of like Apocalypto where it's like, well, that's a real movie that snuck onto the list somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, Jeff Bridges' performance in that one was was something else. I thought he was I think he outshined Clint Eastwood in that one. Yeah, only complain my, with the movie is not enough Busey. Yeah. I think Alice Cooper, you know, I'm all for Alice Cooper, but I think Monster Dog should be number two instead of Prince of Darkness, Cron. That is an insane take, Dave. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. He's the original Monster Dog. It's not even his voice in the movie. He's Jack the Reaper. Come on, man. Is that the one where they get excited about the sandwiches? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have a yes. whole wall of chips. <laughs> oh, man. That's a banner that was printed off of a dot matrix printer. Was that our but second I, episode? First episode? First episode third. was... Uh, our third episode. Strangeland. <laughs> Strange Land, then The Hunger, and then Monster Dog. But I thought it was your category. Yeah, but for we were I don't know what we were doing. We were just throwing them out at that point. So I oh, think okay. I think when Dan said rock stars make musicians, I said, Hey, what about that movie Strange Land? And that became the first movie covered. I, I honestly think we did random.org for the order of who would go first? Oh, whatever. that's possible. Oh, did I, I say think. musicians? I meant rock stars. Rock stars make yeah, it's, fun. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Bones gave me some of his dental medicine. Hydro hydrocodone, and you're only supposed to take one, and you took six. Only supposed to. I took five and drank. My mouth heavily. hurts, guys. <laughs> I was. Uh, when I scheduled the appointment, I thought I'd have a few more days to recover, but uh, winter apocalypse is coming, so this is done in a pinch. Thanks for being here, Chad. Hey, no problem. And speaking of Chad being here, uh, I did have a move I wanted to make. Uh-oh. Um, there was a particular movie that, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring it up. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. But my hand has been forced, gentlemen. Greasy Strangler. Let's take that point five back out. <laughs> we gotta we gotta lock it. Sorry, guys. <sighs> what a dickhead. To the guests. 
Yeah, but I feel close enough with him that this can happen. I got it. I was really surprised that y'all didn't like it. Really? <laughs> would you would you describe it as a movie for everyone? I just it, Go ahead, Jed. If you like nothing but trouble, you got to like the greasy strength. I don't like nothing but trouble. I hated oh, that I, movie. I, I, I got you, but you still rated it higher than Bones did. Mm-hmm. Bones like Really hated the greasy strangler. Was it was it the grease? I is it because you is it because you're vegan? No, it's just lack of a movie, man. It's just the it's it's a fucking sketch idea. It, uh, if you whittle it down to like a five minute, like that's a, a Tim Robinson would fucking crush that shit. But trying to stretch it out, it just 16, I, like I think that. it fails. I like that movie so much. I bought some of those pants with the the clear plastic <laughs> heart shape in the front. I think, yeah, they don't breathe very. And well. I'll be honest, I'm pretty. My one get all fogged up. I don't know if you're supposed. To, it's <laughs> it's partially defensive because I I also try to, you know, I will sometimes rate stuff, sort of knowing how it's going to end up, and try to, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing but trouble is better than the Greasy Strangler. <sighs> disagree. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. All right, there but, we have it. But yeah, no. Hey, go I, ahead. Go ahead. It, I, res- I, I respect your move. It does at least for now lock the Greasy Strangler into position number sixty-nine on the big list. <laughs> so, oh yeah. <laughs> Tootie tootie disco cutie. I mean, I don't know. I picked the Greasy Strangler knowing full that it was the dumbest movie that's ever been picked in Five Day Reynolds history. And I feel like you guys went just so critical on it. Like, like this is the dumbest shit ever. What are you talking about? Like, who cares about character development and fucking cinematography here? This is a dumb ass movie. But it's at it's at 69. It's not in the bottom. I understand like, that. You know, um it's higher than Jason Goes to Hell. As it should be. It, it is higher than Punisher Warzone. Offensive. As it should be. Offensive. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> Now, Pinocchio's Revenge is so much better than the Greasy Strangler. Humanoids from the Deep, that's one of our best performing episodes. I think humanoids might need to be revisited. Yeah. As does uh, Robot Jocks. (laughs) Robot Jocks is. Yeah. I like both those. Yeah. I like both those. Okay. Speaking of liking things, Kron, I think you wanted to do some year end stuff. Some, oh, that's right. Some, some yeah. discussion. So wh- uh, why don't we lock this up? Could you read off the new top 10? Absolutely. Guys. Thank you, Cron. Top 10 of the big list as it stands after the rewind date is as follows. Number one, Unhinged. Number two, Prince of Darkness. Not too high on the list. Number three, Running Man. Four, Apocalypto. Five, Tremors. Six, Amsterdam. Seven, Maniac Cop 2. Eight, Rad. Nine, Raising Cane. 
and 10 dead heat. <laughs> That's a cool five days, you know? Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Well, pancake therapy is number one as usual, so. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Kron, I'm going to pass it over to you, buddy. Yeah, I kind of thought, you know, this is basically, I guess this will be out in January, but it feels like the right time to kind of look back at the year 2022, figure out some movies that we would recommend to people. I think we're going to do a couple different selections. One will be uh, just a movie from the year 2022 that you really liked, and then the next part will be maybe an older movie, something you caught up on, um, but just something that you watched this year for the first time that you would recommend to people. I don't know who wants to go first. Maybe Chad, our guest, your 2022 selection. Well, I hope I don't take steal anybody's thunder here. You're fine. Uh, but... My favorite movie from 2022 is Triple R, RRR, from uh, nice. SS, Ra- I apologize, Ra- Rajamuli, I think is how you say yeah. it, or Rajamuli. Yeah. But, uh, wow. I mean, it's, what, it's close to three hours, but it. It does not seem like it. 187 minutes. Yeah. Awesome movie. On Love a it. motherfucking cop. I've still not watched this one. I feel bad about it because oh, like man. everyone has talked about how good it is. And I've just, I've not been able to carve out the three hours necessary to. You know, the first time I watched it, I gave it a, a 4.5. Then I went back to it like. A month or two later, and just bumped it up to five. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? This is, this is awesome. Uh, I don't Fa- want favorite part. Sorry, Bones. Oh no, okay. F- favorite part. Just don't make <sighs> it the very don't spoil. Yeah, just don't spoil. Anything just don't make it the very this. end because I've not watched this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Um, one of my favorite scenes is the is the bridge scene. Fuck yeah! Where they where yeah. they go to rescue the kid that's out on out on the water? I think that was awesome. I also like the the dance routines that they did, the dance numbers. Uh, this was going to be my pick, so I, Cron. Uh, while everybody else is going, I'll uh, I'll I'll revisit the list. Sorry. Um, no, no. I, I'm I'm. It's awesome. That means it it doubled up. I fucking. Absolutely, I had a blast with this thing. Uh, what I was going to do in in my uh, uh, assessment of it was just read my letterboxed review. So, do I have permission to just go through that right now? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I watched this on uh, June third of twenty twenty. Well, sometimes hype is legit. Sometimes you think. Let me just throw this on while I'm eating a garbanzo and avocado mash wrap and some steak fries and have a good laugh for 20 minutes 
And then two hours later, your wife is yelling the play-by-play while you pee with the door open and grab beers because some movies just can't be fucking paused because sometimes things just snowball into bigger and bigger balls of what the fuck. And then you're laughing at and with a movie you weren't even going to watch. And now you're going to India because even though you yourself are white and of Anglo descent, you have a massive desire to overthrow the British Empire, and on the way to the airport, your wife calms you down, and you realize your country broke away from those British bastards 200 years ago, and you feel even closer to the dudes in the movie, so you have the Uber driver pull over because you're putting your wife on your shoulders and running home and watching it again. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I remember reading that review, too. That was It was awesome. As a matter of fact, that's what got me to watch it. Cron, uh, you got to watch it this holiday season, man. I will. I'll have some days I, off after Christmas, so I will carve one of those out to <laughs> sit down and watch this thing. It was. It was just. It's just goosebumps every ten minutes. Oh it, man! It's just. Uh, it's incredible staging. It's incredible acting. It like you said. It's it's over three hours, but it it just books. It moves and. Uh, to say it has three acts is a fucking understatement. I mean, it's got nine different. It feels like a giant novel. You know, it's it's insane. It just goes so many places. Yeah, that it just takes you across all of India. I mean, it's it's something else. Hell yeah! And don't let Hollywood ruin this fucking guy, please. Because you know they're trying. Yeah. Dan, you want to jump in? Oh, yeah, man. 2022 has been a, um, not a difficult year, but it's been a year of changes. I have a a newborn child, so like I said, it's been a little tough this year. Um, I didn't get to see much. I usually, Chad and I usually watch a lot more than we normally do than this year. But uh, I keep coming back to um, Jordan Peele's Nope. And for some reason, it just, it got me. Uh, I'm really, I really love how he just, it, it seems like he's just throwing some random stuff up there. And you're like, what the fuck? And then he just kind of ties it all together. And I think it, blockbuster, like, Popcorn movie-wise, I think it it delivered on everything. It got the horror, it got the suspense, um, and I just I don't know. There's there's so much thrown in there, and I think he just tied it together so well. And I don't know. Then anything that that guy makes, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the movies. I mean, we went to the IMAX, Chad and I to watch it. I don't know if that helped, but. I don't know, man. I just haven't, I haven't done a rewatch yet, but I just, I really, really like it for some reason. And I think, I think that's the best thing I've seen so far. Like I said, I haven't, I haven't got around to a lot of the shit, so we'll see. But, uh, RRR is definitely my backup from that. I mean, if it wasn't nope. So, but yeah, man, I just, I don't know. There's something about it. I just, I just really liked it. Bones, did you hit. see this movie? I, I I did not get around to seeing it. It is top of my uh, holiday break list. So okay, I, I can re- pop my headphones off if there's a particular part you want to talk about. But 
No, not in great detail. I mean, I did enjoy this movie. Um, I think like, I don't know. It's weird because I think this is probably my least favorite of the three Jordan Peele movies, but that's also kind of like saying it's my least favorite of three like really, really well-made movies, you know? Um, it's not like a knock against it, but um, I don't know, man. I I really like uh, the like monkey segments of the movie, and I almost wish that that was like more present in it, you know? Um, it's kind of like they cut into it, and then you get like little glimpses of it throughout the film, but it's like those segments were the ones that I was like, damn, I wish they'd <laughs> want to see more of that. <laughs> Yeah, those 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 sequences were were probably I think some of the creepiest parts of it too. You know where yeah he just lost it, but the sound design, the cinematography, that movie some of the shots, was are, unreal. And I've actually watched it a second time, and yeah, it's it's better even the second time. And the way that he gets you looking at the sky is so fucking great i mean i just i don't know that's i you feel like you're like looking up at the sky and i like i said i don't know if imax helped with that but the shots are the camera work is fucking brilliant in there Mm -hmm. st louis critics out there put nope as number one for the year so good job missouri I do, and without doing too much detail, I think there's a cool part in this movie. It's kind of early where, like, Peel kind of does a fake out thing where he makes you think the movie's going to go in one direction and then kind of, like, mm. moves off of that. But I thought that was, like, I don't know. Because it was, like, in the theater, that was, like, a tense segment at first. And then you kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like. And it's, it's done so good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's just like, eh. He depalmas it, you know. <laughs> but yeah, man. Nope. Hey, it's Bones here. I did see Nope. Pretty fucking good. Gonna agree with the guys here. Check it out. Bones, do you want me to jump in? Yeah, by all means. All right, guys. 2022 was a weird year for a lot of reasons. Um, and I was looking back at the movies that I watched from this year. I don't know, man. I mean, you guys had RRR, Nope, these movies that are, I mean, they're like, Nope is kind of a big budget movie, I think. I mean, um, but still it's kind of got this, you know, respectable Hollywood, uh, kind of like critical sheen to it. And as I was looking back on my movies, I was like, I had the most fun watching this film and guys, I got to go Top Gun Maverick here. I mean. (laughs) I'm not mad at you. The movie was awesome. Uh, I think this was maybe one of the first like back to the theater experiences I had. And I was, you know, you get 10 minutes into that thing. I was hooked. I would have sat there for four and a half hours. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was a blast from start to finish. It looks incredible. And honestly, the rare movie experience in my opinion where it's like i think the sequel is better than the initial movie that it spawned from so it is yeah it is that's that's so tough for me 
to come down on because of how ingrained the first one is. But Maverick is, yeah, it's definitely, it was, it was my top, or it was my second movie of the year. I watched this in uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas, in the shittiest AMC theater imaginable. Fucking holes in the wall. Shit was hanging off the screen. And I still gave this a fucking five stars, man. It was it was great. I loved it. Yeah, just the way they handled everything with, you know, like the previous cast from the first movie, how they tied it all in together. Uh, you know, Val Kilmer's real life medical issues, mm-hmm. how they how they integrated it was it was something else the guy's pointing at a computer screen and i'm crying yeah oh yeah yeah man i think chad and i seen previews and he's like are are we going i'm like fuck no (laughs) and then i'm like five stars (laughs) so (laughs) that's kind of how i was too man i mean going into it i was just like I know what I'm walking into already, but yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. First 10 minutes I was hooked. So yeah. Uh, the, the guy has just, he's at his fucking peak, man. The guy just knows how. Oh, and we get more. He, he's like figured out movie. Like, have you guys seen this? Uh, they just put out a uh, YouTube video for dead reckoning discussing the, the we're getting more. Yeah, the motorcycle stunt. Uh, I would highly recommend. It. It's not. I don't think it's going to ruin anything. But they basically. I think it's like ten or eleven minutes yeah, uh, a, with him. With episode thirteen minutes. Okay, McCory um, discussing this uh, motocross bike jump off of a cliff in Norway to a base jump, and all of the preparation and shit that that Tom Cruise went into. And then I know with Top Gun Maverick, like he's kind of spearheading the thing, but you had McQuarrie there, and then I forget who directed it. You wouldn't think that this guy would – was it Kaczynski? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. something like that. Oblivion, which is pretty good, but not like a top-tier movie, but – and Tron Legacy, but – Joseph Kaczynski. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, man. there is something to like – I don't know. I love that the dude is hanging on to like real special effects and like going, like pushing that as far as possible. There's something about like sitting in the movie theater and you can like see in people's faces like G force pull. And it's yeah. like, man, fuck, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. When they go in to say it's impossible, the training that he came up with and he proves that he can do it. Like when he's hitting, like, like you're like, talk about sound design. Being able to hear the pedals mm-hmm. and stuff in the cockpit, mm-hmm. it made it. At first, it made it seem uh, cheap because you would imagine that these, like, you know, million dollar aircraft would have such intricate things, but they still just have mechanical things inside there. So the clips of like the pedals, the katunk, 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 whenever they would turn i mean Mm -hmm. and talk about a movie that has something for everyone like my wife was incredibly entertained like the entire time like they don't stick with romance for too long they don't stick with right here like holding everything like 
the people behind us for we watch it with like 60 year old people and she's like oh what a when uh john ham was like shutting them down she's like what a butthead and i'm like <laughs> i'm totally down with this lady like she's loving this <laughs> Uh, and then to your point, uh, Chad, like the respect to the sequel and then incorporating uh, like real life stuff into that, like acknowledging that he's old, yeah, but just opening it again with Danger Zone with the aircraft crew, like it's it it was like the perfect way to say like, yes, we are we are building on that, but yep. it's 20 some odd years later. The story has to change. Um, yeah, great pick, Cron. And guys, it streams tomorrow on oh, Paramount shit. Plus. <laughs> Bounce. All right. Um, yeah, to kind of echo what you guys twenty twenty two is a weird year. Uh, we we put a lot of work into the show. And that forces us to watch a lot of older stuff. So this year it was kind of slim pickings. And as far as getting to the theater, uh, I think we had three. We had Prey, Halloween, Ends, and The Northman that we covered as two-day rentals. I think I did. But Northman was the only one that we had to go to the theater for. Um, What about Green Knight? Was that this year? Yeah, that was early. Or very early this year, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we did yeah, Green Knight good at the call, theater good as call. well. Um, then I had... Um, and I am I also understand that, like, obviously I'm the resident helicopter specialist now. I lean more towards action. And when I go to the theater, I want, I want that experience. I want sight. I want sound. Because not to say, like, my home setup is comparable, but I can watch a slower movie at home. And it and it feel okay, um, but there was one particular movie that I was very excited for, and I definitely wanted to see it in the theater, despite it being small. But it was a, a quite large movie, and it had some incredible cinematography. I'm gonna highlight uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Um, I am a huge McDonough fan. Uh, in Bruges is one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't know if where I would put Banshees up against in Bruges. Um, but I respect anybody that says that Banshees is his best work. Uh, did I know you guys just recently watched it, right? I think. Yeah. Me and Dan watched it. Like I think the day it hit HBO. So, okay. Chad, have you seen it? Yep. Okay. Sure. Have. Uh, do you guys echo that? It was good. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I, I kind of told you guys, but I mean, I thought the movie was excellent, but it's such a downer in a way that I don't know. There's not like a, I'm not like rushing to watch it again. I think it's important and like everybody, if you like movies, you should see it. But man, it's just, it's a sad movie at points. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that there are some fucking hilarious lines through the whole thing. And I think it's the most interesting movie about friendship that you've seen in a long time. I'll say that. Yeah. As I'm getting older and it, it seems like a, a weird conversation to have. Like I need to break up with my friend. 
right? Like I, especially like older dudes making friends is pretty tough. It's a hard thing to do. My wife makes friends constantly. I can't keep up with it. Um, and then, you know, we sort of just hang on to the friend groups that we have in our 20s and hope hope that they, they hang on and maybe you, you pick some up. But to have that conversation of I have less in front of me than I do behind me and I need to kind of throw some stuff off is a, is a tough conversation to have and to ask that question but make it very entertaining and then to also be the person who's basically told you're dull that's that's fucking tough man i i fucking hate it when you guys get a bigger joke in than me <laughs> much less if you were to tell me like you're the most dull person on the podcast we're we're bringing chad in and replace you it would feel fucking terrible <laughs> but i thought it was a beautiful movie the the music and the cinematography as simple as they were were quite powerful um, obviously I'm going to wreck this guy's name, Barry, uh, who's the new Joker? London. Pepper. Coogan. Uh, Coogan, Keogan, something like that. I think it's Coogan. Ke- uh, definitely. Another weird ass performance. Fucking highlight of the, the movie. Guy. Yeah. Um, hook on a stick, man. Talk <laughs> about a fucking incredible poetic payoff. Um, so yeah, it's, it's on HBO. I highly recommend checking it out like Kron said it is kind of a downer that's kind of mcdonough's thing but there's humor in that so Mm -hmm. yeah i do i mean i do think it's some of his best writing probably ever um because it is like i would say the overall tone is very like sorrowful but then you do get like hook on a stick or you get a you're dancing with your dog (laughs) it's just like there are these moments in it that are mixed in that are like so comical that it kind of highlights the like absurdity of what these two people are doing. It sounds like you can't really describe it to a buddy and be like, well, yeah, it's about this. Oh, fuck. That's depressing. Yeah. But there's enough to get you through. You know what I mean? Yeah. The theater, the crowd I was with, I was shocked at how full the theater was and it was very tense very tense and then when you get to the bread truck discussion it was just like relief the audience just was like okay okay i know what we're in like there yes and i was so great i was like okay because i'm i'm there like feeling like a ambassador to the movie right like people gotta love this thank god there's people here blah 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 so when it when that broke and it kind of broke the seal on everything, I mean, when you finally get to what he does with his fingers, people couldn't help but laugh. Like, uh, uh, spoiler, okay, uh, uh, throwing them at the door just got infinitely more funny. So uh, heavy uh, ass fingers, man! Wow. <laughs> so. And in a year that a Batman movie came out, I am putting Banshees at Vinishiran above it. (laughs) That's true. All right. So that covers some 2022 picks that we all think are worth checking out, barring me watching RRR and Bones Nope. It's a good thing we we highlighted Uh, small movies. mm -hmm. Like Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so now I think uh, we're just kind of going to talk about some movies that we saw for the first time in 2022 uh, that we think everybody should check out. So I guess same order. Chad? I guess I guess that's me. Um, I don't know if y'all know this, but I'm a big fan of kung fu movies. Um, and I came across one um, this year called Dirty Ho. Okay. I, I don't know. The, the title caught me first. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to watch this one. But uh, it's directed by Lau Karlung, which is like, I think, the premier martial arts choreographer, like fight sequences. His, his stuff is just so crisp. And uh, the main character is played by Gordon Liu which is one of my favorite martial artists. And uh, some of these, and in this movie, Gordon Liu's like a, a prince, but he's undercover and he enlists the, the help of a thief to recover some jewels or something. But uh, the fight sequences in this, uh, you'll actually, there's a fight sequence where he's using a geisha girl and um, he's pulling it off like, He's um, inept, like he doesn't know Kung Fu. And the guy's attacking him, but he's using the geisha girl to fight this guy. I mean, it's just spectacular. Uh, but, yeah, it's from 1979, so it's uh, it's been out for a while. But I came across it this year, and I recommend it. Hell, yeah. How do you spell that dirty H-O-E or just H-O? Nope, just H-O. Dirty hoe, and at the it's like a mystery, and at the end you learn her the who the dirty hoe is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it uh, hoe is the actual thief that he enlists, so that's where the name comes from. Oh bummer! You know, he's a street urchin or whatever thief. Uh, what year is that from? Nineteen seventy nine. Tron's writing that down. Mm-hmm. Pick it as a foreign film on this year podcast. <laughs> Dan, what you got? All right, guys. Um, did about a hundred and probably going to end up in about the hundred and forties this year of of watched there. Um, as as always, there's a few that are not uh, logged because of the Five Day Reynolds podcast, and not to give any way. Season two uh, categories or anything like that to my buds here. Um, I finally caught up with 1981's Das Boot and uh, directed by Mr. Wolfgang Peterson. Rest in peace. He did pass away this year. But uh, man, uh, three and a half hours. But uh, it's fucking worth it, I think. Some of the shots he gets, uh, just some of the... It amazes me that he did Das Boot and then his career after that. I mean, he had some hits, but it seemed like he was at there at the end, kind of like a... You know. But um, I don't know. I just really like that one. Uh, like I said, I've always heard about it. Never really... But I like I said, carved the time, as Kron said, to... To get it in there. And uh, I believe that was the director's cut is the three-hour version. 
I think the standard is a two-hour version. But uh, really good, man. Really good. I liked it. Is it a so. submarine thing? Yeah. Okay. I'm, like, aware of this movie, but I've definitely never watched it, so. Yeah, just some really tight filmmaking, and uh, the guys, it, I mean, it, you can, it looks like you can smell what it fucking, and just, I don't know, just the shit in there, and how they hang the food everywhere, and just the tight quarters, and whenever the, just the uh, the tension there, whenever the, they do drop the the torpedoes and shit on the other submarines, but ah, man, it, it's, it's really good. I, I believe if I watch it on Tubi, I'm not sure if it's still streaming there, but, uh, Oh, so, so it made it even longer. Yeah. So it, it was like four <laughs> and a half hours altogether. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I got two more, uh, runners up as well if we want to do that, but go on. But yeah, dust boot for me, man. All right, guys, I am actually going to squeeze, two movies in here um i picked these two i mean i really did love watching these for the first time but i think both of these kind of got a foot in horror and a foot in thriller uh and hey they're both set on the open road so do this thing as a double feature if you want but my first one is road games from 1981 directed by richard franklin and my second one is going to be The Hitcher from 1986, directed by Robert Harmon. Um, I thought both of these were excellent. They are kind of, like, I would say they lean a little bit more thriller, but um, Road Games is just like, I don't know, man. Uh, it's kind of a, like, Stacy Keach is this truck driver. Uh, he basically, in the first, you know, 10 minutes, sees a murderer. He's a poet. <laughs> yeah. And then it's kind of just a cat and mouse game from there. Like, he knows who, well, he at least knows he's not the murderer. And the murderer is kind of trying to pin this all on him. Um, Really love this movie. I do think, like, this has one of the greatest movie posters ever made. Um, I love that thing. After I watched this, I bought it. So I'm going to get that bad boy framed up pretty soon. Um, and then, yeah, man, the hitcher is just like, it's a pretty fun time. It's, uh, it's tense as well. Um, I don't know. Go listen to Brantley's episode on best little, best little horror house. If you want to hear why this movie is so incredible, but yeah, I love these two movies. Saw them both this year. Check it out as a double feature. You won't go wrong. Doesn't, uh. Isn't Rutger, Rutger Hauer in the, the Hitcher yep. one? Kron. Go ahead, Chad. No, go ahead. I said, Kron, uh, I literally logged Road Games yesterday. I saw that. And one of my follow-ups was the Hitcher as well from 86, so I did watch both this year as well. Dang. So I'm, I'm there with you, yeah. Do you like Road Games? Yeah, man. I thought it was pretty good. A uh, little... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis there as well. Play on that one. But uh yeah, I really like uh Stacy's performance. I think it's <laughs> it's fucking wacko, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it works. And then yeah, uh, Rucker Howard's great in the fucking hitcher, man. Bones, you seen any of these? No, I have not. I've I've <laughs> Brantley's love of the hitcher definitely put it like top of mind but not familiar with road games so 
I'll check them out. Tubi. Tubi. You love it. I think it's also on Peacock, maybe, right now. Maybe. Australian film, right. yeah. Uh, I got a, a quick handful. There's one I'll uh, do a deeper dive on, but I wanted to highlight two real quick. They're not super old. One from 2018, Den of Thieves. Uh, I watched this bad boy on the airplane while uh, heading to uh, for Thanksgiving. Gerard Butler. Uh, it's a fucking dirty heat knockoff. But goddamn, I had a lot of fun with it. I think it's uh, something you throw on with your dad and you watch uh, Gerard Butler. He's definitely found his lane. Uh, another one, I believe it's 2020. Forgive me for not remembering the director. Um, dude from the OC movie called Kid Detective, which was a fun little uh, noir throwback. I had a lot of fun watching that on vacation. But the big movie that I watched this year that just blew me away also from 1981, George A. Romero's Night Riders. Um, if you're not familiar, this thing is like the ultimate hangout movie, kind of in the vein of a Dazed and Confused. Um, Isn't that what? Yeah, like so it's like this traveling band of people it. that do uh, like jousting. It's like medieval meets motocross, and they travel around and put on this road show, and it's. A, a, a contemplation in a way about filmmaking and the stuff that that goes on with this this ragtag band of of people and keeping yourself true to your art and the code that they live by i threw this thing on all right i'll just put it on while i'm, I'm doing something else and I've immediately just dropped everything else that i was doing and laid in an uncomfortable position on the sofa and was absolutely absorbed in this thing. Also watched it on Tubi and got very frustrated with how slow it was because I just I wanted to stay in this world. So uh, it's a, a bit of a departure from what when you say George A. Romero, what you imagine, but uh, by far the best George A. Romero movie I've seen. Uh, check it out. Ed Harris, Tom Savini is great in it. Um, the lawyer from Jurassic Park plays like this skeezy agent that comes in like kind of halfway through the movie that you fucking love. So Knight Riders, check it out. I think I seen you logged it and you said it was, I think you texted us and was like, dude, this movie's fucking yeah. badass. And when I went, it was already gone. I think from Tubi. I was like, <laughs> God damn it. What a bummer. It's the worst streaming. I dude, I am honestly contemplating r crunching the numbers and seeing what do I spend for streaming services compared to how much I actually use them. Would I just save money if I just rented the movies I wanted to watch? Because I feel more often than not, like oh, a movie pops up and I want to watch it, or even stuff to like selections for the podcast. They're not streaming anywhere. I feel like I made us rent the last three movies I picked. Like I, I think I'm at just buy what you're yeah. picking for the show. Unless it's like an $80 fucking Blu-ray or some like shit, you know? The Blu-ray of Monkey Bone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Bone. Does anybody have any runner, anything else, Karan? Uh, 
me flip through my letterbox and I'll let you know <laughs> if you've got some. I, I had it. I had a runner up for 2022. Oh, if we want to, what the hell? Let me just listen. Sure. Uh, yeah, dude. But uh, everything, Top everywhere, this. all at once mm-hmm. was yeah. a very entertaining movie uh, directed by the Daniels. Um, Michelle Yeoh is uh, awesome in that. And uh, oh, and I can't remember the guy's name, but short round from. Uh, Temple of Doom. He was her husband mm-hmm. in the in the movie, and those uh those fight sequences were were awesome. Of course, the hot dog fingers. Who's who's ever gonna forget that? It's a hot dog movie, baby. Oh man, is it ever? Yeah, that was on my list as well. Yep. From a few that I've seen. Uh, the, my w- weird takeaway from that movie is. How is Jamie Lee Curtis simultaneously bad and good in her performance? Like her, the voice that she's using is like really bad, but the emotion that she's conveying and some of like the alternate things, like universes is so good. I was like, this is, I have never been this conflicted with her. It was weird. I really liked our heel in that movie. Uh, I I don't, sorry for not knowing. I had it pulled up. Uh, Steph Stephanie Hugh. I really liked. Yeah, yeah, she was really Sue, fucking yeah. good in that. Anytime she came on, I was like, she was having a blast. All right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I read something. She was like super nervous the whole time, just of all the people she was working with. I guess. But I was like, oh, I yeah. thought she. Killed I was stoked it, man. to see Detective Crashmore pop up. I loved uh, Resume Bob's appearance oh, in there as yeah. well. It's amazing. I, I do have one uh, for Discoveries of this year, and that's The the Getaway from 1972, directed by Sam uh, Peckinpah. Let me... Sh- uh, written by Mr. Let me scratch that off the old list, then. <laughs> of what? Never mind. Oh, fucking... I'll watch that shit again. Getaway it's movies. <laughs> It's a good. It's a good one. I don't know if anybody's seen it here, but it's also the burden of the show. Is like oh. I want to watch stuff, and I'm like, no, that's a five day rentals movie, so I'm saving it. And I, I got to stop doing that. <laughs> but dude, let's do okay. the getaway for real. Like it's fucking okay. That shit's good. Crown, what you got? That's all I'll say. All right, just real quick. If we're talking 2022. I would, this is a movie I watched on a plane, but uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent was like, uh, I thought it was enjoyable. It was uh, pretty lighthearted, I thought, and like just kind of a fun time. Like, you know, if you've got an hour and a half to kill, you can't go wrong with it. Um, and then other discoveries, uh, Freakin's Bug, which was like a pretty late one in his career, but just kind of about paranoia. Um. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that's in the hotel room, right? Yeah, they're kind of like Shannon. held up in a little. I think it's like her house, but yeah, there it's just like basically all set in a single room yeah. almost. Um, and then two other ones. As I was just kind of scrolling through my letterbox, um, a movie called Altered States. I watched it for the '80s draft, but it's kind of like a weird drug trip kind of thing. Um. 
and then Possessor, uh, Cronenberg's kid, you know, his, his movie, um, that movie's just a wackadoo, super violent, you know, excursion into horror. You can stop there. Yep. <laughs> well, guys, it's been a, a good year for the podcast. I'm still I'm still having fun. Has it? Has we're it? I mean, you, you keep the numbers locked down, so we don't really know. We know we're big in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Hundred thousand is <laughs> yeah. not arrived yet. But so. uh, we we hope this little you, for you take away from this list is like, uh, yeah, we do watch other stuff. We do watch good movies. We try. We try. <laughs> we just locked ourselves into this whole bit. But uh, anything else before we bow out? I mean, this will be first episode of the new year. We've got The Thing coming up. We got, we're so close to finishing season one. We promise. We're so close. We'll be done in six mm-hmm. months or so. We've 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 got uh, a, a little sidestep, some, something kind of in the works if you were paying attention to one of the recent episodes we have come across said content so now it's how do we deliver this to the audience if you listen to the show and you are a podcaster uh reach out we'd love to yeah to have you on it's it's about the friends you make along the way right yeah for that what is that a serious i guess we're gonna do Sirius XM? Yeah. Sirius? We're going to do Thunder in Paradise for Sirius XM. It's own channel. Shit. When did we sign uh, that deal? When the Applebee's one fell through. So, uh, speaking of that. I thought we were doing the yeah, Speaking of that. Thing. So, all bits reset now, right? So, yeah. yeah. You, we're not you we're can't not do. Oh, shit. Yet. Man, I was hoping 2022 we could, like, cap those bits. But I guess they... They'll keep going. Smiling while you fuck. Hot dogs. All still on the table. So we'll have five more categories? I don't want to do the math. We keep having this conversation. Once a week, Mm -hmm. we have to argue. All I know... Uh, I think it's five, Dan. (laughs) The light at the end of the tunnel is coming. And as we've learned today, a tunnel is underground. It is it underground. Is. I agree with you. I'm on your side this episode. A, this is weird. It has a top. What is a wind tunnel? A wind tunnel? Depends on where they build it. A wind tunnel yeah. could be in a, a warehouse. It could be underground. How does it? I think Operation Condor has a great wind tunnel scene. You ever seen that, Chad? This, um, Jackie Chan movie? I think uh, it's... I think it's one of those that's a sequel, but in the States, they just released it as its own. Operation Condor. It's good. Chad, in in Mission Impossible, could I stand on top outside of the tunnel? Yes. It's underground. Yes, you could. It's underground. (laughs) The Sears Tower has a tunnel in it. Those are called hallways. Right? (laughs) That's a tunnel. (laughs) Same principle, but a little different. Uh, If you agree with Kron that in Mission Impossible the tunnel is underground why don't you hop on the discord and show him some support you can find Dan he's running the Instagram I'm on the Twitter you can send us an email five day rentals pod 
gmail.com. Chad, I want to thank you for coming in, helping us cap off. Thanks the for year. having me. Always a good time. We love you, man. Always a good time. If you, if you agree, uh, hashtag bury it in my tunnel. <laughs> Deep. <laughs> if you agree, the game was definitely pro helicopter and swayed in one person's well, favor. It was definitely yeah. pro helicopter. Is <laughs> the point of the game. Let me. When you were coming up with these, you were like, "Bones is going to get it." Seventy-five percent of these. I was trying to pick. Yeah. You knew that. that. I thought both of you would have. All three of you, you would have seen. Jaws two. Well, I barely got Dawn of the Dead. What were you going to say, Chet? World War Z. Y'all just y'all just flung that last one that, out there for me like a pork chop. I was I so it. close to making the last one Twilight Zone the movie. I, dude, it was <laughs> oh. first thought on every question was how is he going to work this in? What, what happened to fucking Black Hawk Down, dude? I didn't know if everyone had seen it. I tried to go with most universal appeal. Just two? Well, I had to get a few. Josh? <laughs> Josh? I had to mix a few in there. Josh? All right. Let's end this fucking thing. So, uh, to any listener out there, please join the Discord. We appreciate any support. Uh, uh, it, feel free to leave us a two-star rating. They make me cry every time. Um, share the show, okay? Um movie suggestions suggestions for other podcasts that you'd like to see us mix with you know like dan said if you're another podcaster reach out we'll try to get you in um but for laundry dan skeleton master cron howard penny smasher chad i have been bones penny smasher works for me (laughs) yeah he told me when we went the last movie we went to, he's like, Man, I need to come up we need to come up with a good name for me because Chad Dill is not working. I was like, yeah, Chadwick, you know, young young Chadwick. It's kind of a play like, you know, Brain Smasher, a love yeah. story. The Penny Smasher. Penny yeah. Smasher? Yeah. yeah, the Penny Smasher. Alright. I like that. Sure. Why not? Alright. <laughs> Crash and burn. Crash and burn. Crash and burn.